What does your morning sound like? Uh, goodbye, baby. She's finally asleep. Hi, welcome to McDonald's. Can I get a sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? Mmm. Here's to making your morning routine a little better with a delicious breakfast from McDonald's. Right now at McDonald's, get a sausage biscuit and hash browns or sausage McMuffin and hash browns, each pairing for just $1.50. Price and participation may vary. For a limited time, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Welcome to our Doc Digest episode 13, who is your host, Christian Coffin. Today is January 20, 2019. People think there's one reality, but there's loads of them all snaking off like roots, and what we do on one path affects what happens on other parts. Time is a construct. People think you can't go back and change things, but you can. That's what flashbacks are. They're invitations to go back and make different choices. When you make a decision, you think it's you doing it, but it's not. It's the spirit out there that's connected to our world that decides what we do, and we just have to go along for the ride. Mirrors let you move through time. The government monitors people. They pay people to pretend to be your relatives. And they put drugs in your food. And they film you. There's messages in every game. Like Pac-Man. Do you know what Pac stands for? P-A-C. Program and Control. He's Program and Control Man. The whole thing's a metaphor. He thinks he's got free will, but really, he's trapped in a maze, in a system. All he can do is consume. He's pursued by demons that are probably just in his own head. And even if he does manage to escape by stepping out one side of the maze, what happens? He comes right back in the other side. People think it's a happy game. It's not a happy game. It's a fucking nightmare world. And the worst thing is, it's real and we live in it. It's all code. If you listen closely, you can hear the numbers. What vendors match is really about is free will. When you are making a choice, is it really you making that choice? Is it an illusion of choice? Some options are seemingly obvious dead ends and feel useless to choose, but you still kind of want to see how that has turned out. Some seem like the right choice but seem too obvious. Are your choices so heavily influenced by outside forces? Are these choices about things you fully comprehend? How often do you take advice? Of those times, how often is it from trusted forces? How often is it from the media? Advertisement? A YouTube video? And how often do you really know who is behind all of that? Paying for it? Swaying the narrative and for what end result? What are their goals? Ideologies? Do they have your best interest? There's a cosmic flowchart that dictates where you can and where you can't go. I've given you the knowledge. I've set you free. Do you understand? Maybe. So, I'll show you what I mean. Come with me. We would like to share a prayer with all of you who risk it all to seek and share truth for the betterment of humanity. This broadcast is brought to you in part by Eternal Affairs Media and DarkDocs.com. Welcome to Dark Docs Digest, episode 13, Lucky 13. I am your host, Christian Coffins. On this Lucky 13th episode, we have been deplatformed off of Facebook. 
they've been threatening it for over a week due to what they claim to be sexual activity, which is hilarious because I've been calling them out for being a harbor, uh, a safe marketplace for all sorts of incest and pedophilia groups, people trying to norm and use propaganda in order to solicit sex from minors. And Facebook has done nothing but turn the other cheek. And then whenever we speak out against it, they will flag and block our posts. Unless it's some brainwash NPC out there that is triggered by our post and they are killing the messenger instead of attacking the threats. The inconvenient fact for those that oppose us is that we are stubborn and we cannot be stopped. So, all you have to do to subscribe to us on Facebook is go to our new page, facebook.com forward slash darkdocs2. It's even a shorter one. We used to be Dark Docs, D-O-T-C-O-M, because Dark Docs alone was taken by somebody. But Dark Docs and the number two is available. And if they pull that one, look for Dark Docs 3 and 4 and 5 and 6, because we cannot be stopped. But right now, we're on Dark Docs 2. We all make choices in this life, and I thought that Bandersnatch, the new Netflix interactive movie was a great black mirror for that. Are you under what? Bandersnatch. Based on book. Is that your mother's? It was in her things, yeah. In this new interactive film, like choose your own adventure games from the 80s, which I grew up loving, when you get to a page, you have choices. If you want to do this thing, turn to page whatever. If you want to go do that thing, turn to a different page. And this allows for the book, the storyline, to deviate. And you can have different experiences and multiple endings. Sometimes they would weave the endings back together. And the possibilities are really endless if you keep going down different paths. So I had a lot of fun watching this. You you get to choose one thing or another, and as you get further on in the film, there's subtle things like there's a number pad, which could have, I mean, really not an infinite, it's a finite number of different possibilities in there, but you can have multiple, not just one of two different paths in those selections. Needless to say, but I'm going to say it anyway, spoiler alert, we're going to be talking about the first half of the different possibilities in this film and analyzing them. I'm going to leave the second half alone, so if you've already seen that far ahead in a different number of ways, this probably won't do anything to affect that. So choose your own adventure book. Huh? You decide what your character does. They're like a game. Sounds thrilling. How about you decide... What you want for your breakfast. So this is the very first choice you as the viewer make in the film. And so far we see that you might be able to change a commercial that's on the TV later in the film. But it's mostly a, just a tutorial to get you started like a video game. You will notice that this film is very meta and things are describing themselves in real time quite often. After this, you end up going to a video game studio by bus and along the way you get to choose what music you listen to, which is pretty sweet. It's between the Thompson Twins, 
and a now that's what i call music volume two i believe one of those compilations this is set back in the 80s so that was when this was still on cassette and still relatively new i believe we're on now that's why i call music 69 which is hilarious when you arrive at the office you are then met with one of your video game creator idols he's made enough this year to buy a lamborghini and he still smokes roll-ups yeah, well, pre-rolled has strychnine in him, so the joke's on him. You know, it's funny, I've heard this claim before, and I tried looking it up, and all I could find, ironically, was Snopes.com uh, citing that nicotine is one of the most powerful poisons known, though we normally think in terms of arsenic and strychnine when the term quote-unquote poison comes up. The truth is that nicotine is far more deadly. The lethal dose of arsenic for a 150-pound adult is 200 milligrams. For strychnine, 75 milligrams. But for nicotine, only 60 milligrams. Nicotine can and does kill even in relatively small amounts. Those who wear nicotine patches must exercise great care about the disposal of their patches, less children or pets come in contact with the seemingly quote-unquote spent AIDS and become deeply sickened or even possibly die. Not surprisingly, nicotine is not permitted as a food additive in either Canada or the United States. Strychnine is an alkaloid found in the seeds of the Strychnos nux vomica. It is a competitive antagonist at glycinine receptors and thus a convulsant. It has been used as an analeptic in the treatment of non-ketotic hyperglycemia and sleep apnea and as a rat poison. So we can tell that this character is definitely woke or perhaps a little bit skeptical or even paranoid about certain things regarding reality, which is definitely an ally on such an adventure. Choices come up on the screen, and, and you pick one against the clock. Okay, he, he's Pax. He's the demon. He, he's in the book. So we've actually arrived at a choice point, and, and you can choose with the joystick. You've got ten seconds. Worship him. No, don't do that. He's the thief of destiny. In the book, I mean. Of course, the bad guy in the video game is the thief of destiny who takes away your free will, essentially. All of the choices that you make that you feel are yours is your free will. And if that is taken away from you, then what do you have? Are you just a non-player character in a binary, pre-programmed existence? Don't copy this at home, never got around to reading it. You should. Jeromeus Davies was a genius. Didn't he go bonkers and cut his wife's head off? Well, yeah, but I mean, apart from that, excuse me. So, so there's a backstory to this Bandersnatch author that he ended up going nuts drawing the symbol, which is a line with two different options, and drew it everywhere in blood, ended up starting a cult, killing his wife, doing all sorts of things because of the madness, trying to calculate this reality. I also drew some parallels between this concept of someone who was a great person, great man, and had all sorts of amazing, groundbreaking ideas, but he beat his wife, or but he was in this cult. 
or but he was a pedophile or, or all of these other terrible things people do behind closed doors how we have been idolizing sick and very disturbed complicated people throughout history and it continues today with our hollywood celebrities our dc politicians all have their dark secrets and it almost makes it acceptable and kind of fetishizes this concept of being flawed divergent story paths parallel realities it's still a game though yeah i get it a lance a craftsman he's a lone woodsman i'm the same yeah, but it's... It's like I say. Teams are fine for things like action titles, but when it's a concept piece, a bit of madness is what you need. I felt like this spoke to the collective consciousness and how when you have other people suggesting or persuading your perspective, it can affect the outcome. I have personally always desired to work alone and really never really liked working with groups because... I have a vision for something, I want to carry it out exactly how I envisioned, and typically when you're working with other people, I feel that you have a bunch of jumbled ideas, and that can be fun sometimes, but I've always felt it's much more fulfilling to do it alone, so I could definitely relate with this character. And that works best when it's one mind. All right, Timothy Leary, we'll debate the doors of perception later. That was Huxley, not Leary. All this, Huxley, which is a reference to the author of Brave New World, again, about this concept and the concept of being controlled by government and by chemicals. He was also a eugenicist. So there I am. There's Colin Rittman. The actual Colin Rittman, I believe you called him. Yeah, exactly. And Mr. Tucker's offering me the chance to work there in their own office alongside Colin. I just... I don't know, it, it was too... Too... Good to be true. I said no. You said no? Well, not to the whole thing. Just to working there, being under their control. I don't know where it came from, I just said no, and then I had to justify it by saying that I preferred to work alone. I just don't know where the urge to say it came from. It sounds like you're growing in confidence. I think it's a good sign. Well, they're still letting me do the game. Well, doesn't that That's great. That's great. You sound like my dad. Oh. Sorry. He gets on my nerves sometimes. Get like this. I'm fine now. I don't see why I need to keep coming to these sessions. It just feels like I'm being, like I've known, monitored. You will discover in one of the path lines that, in fact, he has been surveilled and all of this is actually staged. There are actors playing his family and his therapist in order to try to see what he will do. He, in fact, is a Pac-Man and being controlled within this grid. It can be helpful to revisit things, even if you feel you've done this before. You might discover something new. More 
meta programming suggesting to the viewer to try it different ways. So I've watched this thing several different ways and it's really fun how their dead ends go. Usually they will result in four months later when the game comes out during the holidays. They have a TV show that rates these video games and it's kind of like getting a grade, getting a scorecard of how you played the game against how the writer intended for you to watch it and it goes from terrible to interesting, but still bad. Pretty much all of the endings have some sort of strange, terrible twist to them. Here's the first one we encountered when he went to the doctor and took the pills that she prescribed to him. So, Bandersnatch, worth it? I, I wish I could say yes, but it, it's frustrating. It, it's as if the creator simply gave up halfway through and went on autopilot. If we have second chances in life, I, I hope they choose differently. But uh, sadly, we don't. And nor do they, if that makes sense. So, your verdict? Two and a half stars out of five. Disappointing. Ooh, better luck next time. Then they take you to a split screen where you can go back one step or go back several steps and go a completely different path. So it's pretty interesting how no matter what happens, even if they didn't write one way further, they'll stop you or I guess jump ahead to, to an alternate ending and then you pick one of two different choices. I also find it very interesting that when you play it safe, and you go to the doctor and you take the pills that they prescribed to you. The guy that was brilliant, and you can clearly see through his work how brilliant and innovative and creative he was. Once he started taking the pills, it was like he drifted off and was on autopilot, which kind of speaks to how Prozac works and all of these different antidepressants turning you into a zombie. Your lust for life goes down just you become a docile, pathetic NPC. Which, of course, is not what I want for any of you. And all of you that are listening that are on such drugs, I would suggest, personally, of course, I'm not a doctor, but I am sure there's a much better way of addressing, in a natural way, all of these problems that you are dealing with in your head. Keep in mind who makes these antidepressive, psychoactive drugs, Bear Pharmaceutical, which used to be called IG Farvin, who made the fluoride compounds that were put in the water in the concentration camps. That's right, Bayer Pharmaceutical was involved with the Nazis and was the beginning of our big pharma enterprise that tries to sell you one thing that ends up breaking something else, and then they have a pill for that as well. So this time we played it not safe and we went to go see our colleague and spend some time, maybe get some insight from him. How's Bandersnatch going? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just lost. You're in the hole. In the what? In a fight with your own head. Yes, yes, that's exactly it. You got anywhere to be, Lisa? Uh, well, no. Come with me. So at this point, you go with him, you go to his house, you meet his wife, you meet his new baby daughter, and then you sit down and relax with him, smoke a joint, which they don't give you the option for, which I thought was also kind of funny. Uh, you definitely hit that thing no matter what. 
and then they give you the option to take LSD with him or not. What is it? It lets you see the bigger picture. I, I, I don't know. It'll help you understand. Do you want it? It's your choice. Totally up to you. Don't feel pressured. No, I'm all right. Thanks, though. Just thought I'd give you the choice. The funny thing about it is the first time I watched it, I, of course, just said, yeah, take the LSD because I thought it'd be a more interesting experience right off the bat. Uh, but this time, re-watching to get the audio clips, I chose no, and then he says it's your choice, but it doesn't seem to matter. I've got your tea. Cheers. Because he slips it in the tea without him noticing, and it, I didn't even notice. I had to go back and be like, wait a second. I said no, and very slick, he drops it into his tea. What have you done? I chose for you. You okay with that? This is also something that happens in Brave New World where they make choices for you and they give you the illusion of choice, but really, no matter which thing you choose, you get the same thing. Geesh, that sounds familiar. It sounds like, oh, I don't know, the Republicans and the Democrats. No matter what you choose, you end up getting the same military-industrial complex, you get the same wars, you get the same stock market, the same Federal Reserve, the same IRS, the same draconian laws, loss of liberty, stripping of the U.S. Constitution. Maybe we need to stop voting for the Republicans or the Democrats because they both seem to be doing the same stuff, bringing in the same people. I hear that Biden and Hillary are, are both going to be running. We're on one path, right now, me and you. And how one path ends is immaterial. It's how our decisions along that path affect the whole that matters. Do you believe me? <laughs> I don't know. I'll prove it. One of us is going over. They're on the balcony, and he's suggesting one of them has to jump off the balcony, which is also a very common theme dealing with LSD when you look at the Netflix series Wormwood, which is based on a true story involving the Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA, in the, here in the U.S., back in the 1960s, experimenting with giving people LSD under their MK Ultra program. And here we are again with people taking LSD and ending up contemplating jumping off of a balcony. This also happens in Forrest Gump, where Jenny takes the LSD and then contemplates jumping off of a balcony. You die. You die. It wouldn't matter. Because there are other timelines, Stefan. How many times have you watched Pac-Man die? 
doesn't bother him. He just tries again. One of us is jumping. So who's it going to be? So this time we chose our main character commit suicide. And this is how that played out. So Robin, Bandersnatch. Any good? This is hard to say because, uh, as you may know, the original author of this game was killed in a tragic accident. Indeed. But it's just not a good game. It seems someone else finished it off quickly, but it's just abrupt and jarring and unnecessary and horrible and violent, unsettling and weird and awful and scary and dark and, and bleak and creepy. Sounds like darkdocs.com. That was a very, and it just cuts off right there. He just, he, he probably just kept going uh, with ways of saying how crap this game was because the creator died halfway through it and they just kind of whipped something up. So, of course, that's not the real end. Looks like our idol has to die. <laughs> See you around. He jumps off, hits the floor. Our protagonist is mortified. Backs away from the ledge. Yes, Colin. And then our protagonist meets the Stealer of Destiny and wakes up because it was all a dream. It's an illusion of choice. So no matter what, you go see the doctor. Colin, Colin jumped and I didn't stop him. Stefan, maybe you're not well. Go and speak to Dr. Haynes. Please. All right. What sort of things? What I have for breakfast, what music I listen to, whether I bite my fucking nails. You feel you're not? Making these decisions, no. And we've talked about this before, I'm sure we have. And you tell me I feel guilty about my mum and you up my dose. And yes, I am taking my medication, okay? So just write me the fucking prescription. So if you take the prescription, the same thing happens as it did last time you took the prescription. If you don't take your prescription and continue the work, the story then continues. And that is where we are going to leave you on the Bandersnatch saga. I hope you guys watch this thing and, and try it different ways and maybe find some stuff we didn't find and let us know about it if it is of any interest or value in the grand scheme of our reality. I think a lot of important things are noted uh, within this piece, along with all of the other Black Mirror stuff. And um, if you're not familiar, it is a British kind of Twilight Zone meets the Outer Limits or Tales from the Dark Side, but mostly focusing on technology and how really technology is just simply a black mirror. Of course, when you're looking at a cell phone or a computer screen when it's off, that's what it is. It's just a reflective black mirror. And the results when people get too reliant or too complacent when it comes to using technology and letting it control and dictate the way our lives are shaped, the way our possibilities are crafted. Now with the quote-unquote AI or artificial intelligence, which is totally a scam, it's just more complicated programming. These machines aren't really making choices just yet. 
but who knows, they might in the future, would that re- result in a future similar to Terminator, where you have Skynet's uh, computer system that becomes self-aware and then realizes that humanity, in fact, is the problem and must be eradicated. I'll leave you with that today. So again, please go to darkducks.com and download all of our new fun stuff and click on the Facebook link to take you to facebook.com forward slash darkducks. That's D-A-R-K-D-O-X, the number two. And if they take that one down, there will be a three and a four and all the ones after that because we cannot be stopped. We cannot be deplatformed. We cannot be silenced. We cannot be censored. We cannot be controlled. I am your host, Christian Coffins, hoping that you have life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, and everything you need to continue your educational journey through this reality or any of the infinite other realities out there. Beware and take care. Mirrors let you move through time. The government monitors people. They pay people to pretend to be your relatives. And they put drugs in your food. And they film you. There's messages in every game. Like Pac-Man. Do you know what Pac stands for? P-A-C. Program and Control. He's Program and Control Man. The whole thing's a metaphor. He thinks he's got free will, but really, he's trapped in a maze. If you find value in these broadcasts, please invest in your education and sanity at Eternal Affairs Media and DarkDocs.com. We hope the information you received was beneficial to your quest for truth and justice. Please visit us online at darkdocs.com to download shows, movies, other podcasts, CBS documents, music, and much more for free. No advertisements, no sign-ups, no terms of use, no censorship, no control. This is information warfare. This is the end of the transmission. What does your morning sound like? Uh, goodbye, baby. She's finally asleep. Hi, welcome to McDonald's. Can I get a sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? Mmm. Here's to making your morning routine a little better with a delicious breakfast from McDonald's. Right now at McDonald's, get a sausage biscuit and hash browns or sausage McMuffin and hash browns, each pairing for just $1.50. Price and participation may vary. For a limited time, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. What does your morning sound like? Uh, Goodbye, baby. She's finally asleep. Hi, welcome to McDonald's. Can I get a sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? Mm. Here's to making your morning routine a little better with a delicious breakfast from McDonald's. Right now at McDonald's, get a sausage biscuit and hash browns or sausage McMuffin and hash browns, each pairing for just $1.50. Price and participation may vary. For a limited time, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.